Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! What is up, everybody? Live from the studio, I'm Jimmy Seleski, and, uh, we're doing something a little different tonight. Do not be alarmed. Everything is all groovy. I know we've been on a little one-month hiatus. Uh, we do plan on coming back. And this, of course, is directed at all eight of you who give a shit. Um, Eric is not with us tonight. Uh, we do not have anyone on the couch, as you can see. However, it is tradition here at the studio that we do my favorite game, unfortunately, which is the great game of Power Hour. Now, I originally had this uh, penciled in to be a certified broadcast with me, Eric, his brother Alex Glazer, and my brother Dom Seleski. Unfortunately, our schedules did not line up, and also unfortunately... It is Halloween tomorrow, so there's not much I could do in that regard, and I felt obligated to carry on the tradition, even if it means uh, being a grown man in a garage, doing a power hour by myself, uh, and that's what we're doing. So, <laughs> uh, if that's what you tuned in for, you are in luck. Um, now, for anybody who's not familiar with uh, power hour... Um, First things first, it's a classic game. Uh, I didn't do it when it counted. Like, I didn't really ever do one in college. I went to college for one year, and it was not exactly what you'd call the college experience. I lived in my parents' house still. I believe I may have even still been sharing a room with my younger brother at the time uh, as a freshman in college walking to class uh, no driver's license, obviously no car, and uh, didn't have a fake ID until I was two months before I turned 21. Not that I didn't drink at all prior to that, but I got a little, I was a late bloomer when it came to being cool. Still working on it, honestly. Um, but I really came to love this game later in life, probably within the past three, four years. Uh, and it's a, it's a tradition that we started... Uh, a couple years ago here, I can't remember who was on the first uh, Halloween Power Hour. It may have been uh, Eric's brother, Alex. Um, last year, we weren't able to do it either for some unforeseen circumstances, and I could not let that happen two years in a row. So I'm trying something that... Uh, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's, uh, it's weird for me. It's probably even weirder for you. And I'm going to attempt to do this myself while also talking for an hour straight. So I'm not sure how this is going to go. I'm going to attempt uh, to do it all in one take, uh, just so you know I'm not cheating. Um, I did, when I say one take, I must uh, preface that I did actually attempt this once before I started this recording. Uh, and I quickly came to realize that when it's just you talking and you have to take a shot of beer every minute that's not really good content i was basically mid-sentence 
literally every minute uh, having to take a shot of beer, swallow it down, the whole nine. So I'm going to modify this a little bit. Excuse me. I'm going to modify this a little bit. And what I'm going to do is work some math on you, some math, okay? In each beer, there are approximately 12 fluid ounces. One shot is equivalent to 1.5 fluid ounces, meaning that in each can of Natural Light, the official beer of Idiots and our podcast, I guess, also Miller High Life. This is the official light beer of uh, Live from the Studio. In each can resides eight shots. So if you're doing the math in that department, you would wager about seven and a half beers if you're doing a shot every minute. I'm going to go for eight because seven and a half is a weird number. Um, And I'm also going to not do a shot every minute because that's not fun for anyone. In fact, this probably won't even be fun for anyone, but you got to do it. Sometimes you just got to do it. So we're going to do it. I'm just going to blast through eight beers in an hour. Um, I'm going to attempt to hit my pace of one beer every minute. I will be pouring it in this Red, not definitely not solo cup, which I don't know how solo got like the freaking patent on just a red cup. There's nothing, per- maybe because they have like the measurements on it. This doesn't have measurements on it. So that's another wrench thrown in the equation. I'm just going to have to eyeball it. And I'm really just going to have to keep pace. And with that said, I'm going to go ahead and crack the first beer of this official, horrendous, terrifying, truly terrifying. Solo Halloween Power Hour brought to you by Live from the Studio. So let's crack it open. It's wheezy, baby. I'm going to pour this all in here, and I'll empty the uh, the can, hopefully, if I don't fuck up this pour, which I did, and that's all right. So let's just take a nice gulp. We'll start the timer, and we'll go for it. Mm. all foam love it um i kind of debated back and forth how i was going to go about this i originally thought hey dude hey me why don't you do a topic every minute and then i realized i have 13 topics that's not going to work although it is spooky i like that element of it um so instead I'm just going to talk. I'm going to talk about some things that have happened over the past month. Some are relevant to you. Some are relevant to just me. But that's the beauty of a power hour. Um, And I figured it would be most fitting if I started off with the reason we're here, which is the great holiday of Halloween. Halloween, I've debated this back and forth for a long time make sure we're recording here oh we are thank god uh i've debated this back and forth for a long time i used to think that thanksgiving was my favorite holiday and even as a young boy i remember thinking the reason i liked thanksgiving was because it's not an inherently religious holiday now i guess if you like delved into it 
maybe it is. I mean, you're giving thanks. Who are you giving thanks to? I guess God, maybe nature. I guess you can get away with saying you're giving thanks to nature. But I look at it as it's an American holiday. And I like American holidays because they're truly unifying. You know, it brings everyone together. You could be Jewish, Christian, Muslim, whatever. And you celebrate Thanksgiving, I think. I don't know. Maybe, I don't even know. I don't even know if Muslim people celebrate that. I honestly don't know. Uh, But then, unfortunately, as is, uh, seems to be the common theme, it becomes politicized. And uh, now even Thanksgiving is kind of on the chopping block. I had somebody the other day tell me that apparently we don't call it Thanksgiving anymore, to which I replied, who says? I didn't get that memo. Is it like a small group of people that lives in Charles Village that made that decision, and now you just walk around saying, yeah, we don't do that anymore? Because I didn't sign off on that, and everyone I know calls it Thanksgiving. Um... I think that was one of the fi- I think uh the whole idea of I'm falling behind on this beer by the way. I'm going to I, I got to get this out. I got to get this out first. Um I think the whole I the whole like every change in names and everything like that kind of jumped the shark in 2020. I always say it definitely peaked in 2020. Uh you know, we lost the Redskins, we lost the Cleveland Indians, we lost Aunt Jemima, we lost Uncle Ben. We lost the Dixie Chicks. They changed their name to just the Chicks which is a terrible name. Um, And then it seems to have slowed. It seems to have slowed a little bit. I know that right now it might sound crazy, but I think we're actually in a recession of that whole kind of, uh, you know, erasure, changing everything, canceling everything. I think we're kind of in a recession. They definitely jumped the shark there. Um. So Thanksgiving, thankfully, did not uh, fall victim to that. But there was still something missing. And I realized, really, Halloween is the true American holiday. It's the true American holiday, even more so. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say this after I take a gigantic gulp to make up for the past four minutes. That might do it. Even more so is Halloween the American holiday than I would say 4th of July, Memorial Day, Labor Day. Why? Well, for the same reason. 4th of July is unfortunately a divisive, semi-divisive holiday. And when I say this, I sound like I'm like an overly political person. I'm not. I'm certainly not an underly political person. Uh, But there's still a conversation that can be had when it comes to 4th of July. Now, that doesn't necessarily ring true with Memorial Day and Labor Day, Mostly because nobody really knows what Labor Day is. I guess it's for workers. Um, I'm not sure. Memorial Day is for uh, fallen soldiers, which is 
pretty unifying, although you have, you know, people that have their thoughts about anti-war and stuff. But more than anything, Halloween is just everybody gets dressed up. Everybody goes out. When you're a kid, you go door to door and eat can- and get candy and your parents take you out and you dress like a fucking, you know, clown or a vampire. All the classic Halloween costumes, you know, before before Halloween got too difficult. Because now, Halloween's a tough one, you know? Halloween now, it's like, well, I guess when you're a kid, you just want to be something scary. When you're a baby, your parents dress you up as like a a pumpkin or something, and it's like cute, and you really have no say in it because you're a baby. And then when you're like around five or six or old enough to understand like, ooh, I want to be so, I want to be a, you know, you get like, I remember when I was a kid, we had the uh, the mask with the drip, you could press a button and it would like drip blood. My friend TJ up the street had that. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Uh, when I was a kid, Scream came out. I was born in 92. This is the mask from Scream. Uh, fun fact, that's not the name of the villain. The name of the villain in that movie is Ghostface, which is... I find it to be disappointing because nobody thinks of this as Ghostface. This is the Scream mask. I thought his name was Scream. And I guess it's modeled after the Grim Reaper. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, But regardless, when you're a kid, you want to be something scary. When you're an adult, it's all about having a witty idea. Well, let let me preface. When you're a male adult, it's about having a, a witty idea. When you're a girl adult, you could go either way. You could have a really creative idea and go ham on your makeup, or you could just, you know, you could just dress super, you know, like that, and that's your thing. And that's fine. Nobody's complaining about that. Um, in high school, I guess it's kind of, I, I would say it's the same for guys in high school. I remember every guy in high school that was hot was a soldier from 300 uh, because you could walk around in like the freaking like uh, loincloth and no shirt. And like we had all just hit puberty and some of us, some of us had abs and pecs and we were like, dude, I'm, I'm conveniently this costume does that does not require a shirt. But as an adult, man, it's kind of as an adult man, not as an adult man. Um, as an adult man, it's kind of it's kind of cringe to be doing that. I must say. I must say. Try to finish it. I think is did I just finish all? I'm saying that like I'm ahead of pace, which I'm not at all. Uh, I'm gonna try to catch up, I promise. This is, after all, the Halloween Power Hour, which I'm currently blowing. I, I hate to be the one to point it out, but I might be blowing this. Um, anyway, there are a few people that take issue with the holiday. Namely, uh, I remember my mom had this boss, Mr. Stan, he was a Greek guy, and he wouldn't celebrate Halloween or let his kids celebrate Halloween because he said it was a pagan holiday. Those people exist, but it's like they don't—they don't have a voice. 
anybody who's anybody celebrates Halloween. Then I guess you could also venture to the other side of that, that people might say it's cultural appropriation and whatever. From what? I mean, I know it's cultural appropriation, but I also know everything is. Like, literally everything is. Um, so you're going to have to... I, I've, I guess we'll get into... Uh, I've never understood that concept. And I'm not saying anything groundbreaking here. Uh, I don't claim to say anything groundbreaking here on this entire episode. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Um, but I've never quite gotten that. I've never understood the argument uh, that if you adopt a custom or a aesthetic or a practice or whatever you want, whatever other synonyms, when people do that, they do like, they list like four words for the same thing. And it's like, we get it, dude, you know English. Um, when you adapt a thing from another culture, why that's a bad thing. I, I, I've heard the argument. I've certainly heard the argument. The argument being, you know, well, you know, you haven't lived that experience and you're fetishizing it and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay. But at the same time, I find it, I find it flattering. As a guy who grew up Greek and Italian, but I grew up Greek. I'm Greek. I'm half Greek. I'm quarter Italian. I'm an eighth Polish I'm a, another eighth, some other stuff, German and Irish. That's what some other stuff means, by the way. Nobody else really says that in the world. You don't go to like another country and they're like, yeah, I'm a bunch of other stuff. Like they're proud, you know? When you're German and Irish, you're just like, I'm some other stuff, you know? Uh, but I'm mainly Greek. Uh, and that's how I was raised, Greek Orthodox. And I was raised to be very proud, a proud of my heritage and also to constantly point out anything that you might encounter in everyday life that comes from Greek, whether it's a word or an article of clothing or an idea like democracy. And when we go to games, if you go to like a Michigan State Spartans game and they come out with the freaking toga and the helmet and everything... That's awesome, dude. You know, because A, I don't know if you've been to Greece recently. I don't even know if I've been to Greece recently, but I'm fairly certain nobody wears that shit anymore. Not that I've seen. And so it's preserving a piece of history and it's revering a piece of history. You know, with the Washington Redskins, I get the Cleveland Indians, kind of. A, I've never been the type of person to like give a shit about this kind of stuff, but I do get it. I also get that I'm falling way behind as well. Well, I will catch up. I promise. I will get these eight beers down. It's just. It's a learning curve that you're witnessing live. A recorded live. Um, I get the Cleveland Indians. I've always thought mainly that it's probably, it's like the ultimate troll, the ultimate troll that, like, I would almost think it was better if we just called them like a slur. Not saying I think we should call Native Americans a slur, 
they do exist. I particularly like Squall. I think that's a good one. Um, I also like Sea Kiffer for Greeks. In fact, when I found out that there was a racial slur for Greeks uh, that's used primarily in New Zealand and Australia, I was actually happy. I was like, oh, that's nice. That means they acknowledged us. Is it worse to, to not even be noticed or to, ha- to be noticed and not liked? It's a tough one. Anyway, I think that with the Cleveland Indians, their logo is like a cartoony Native American guy with like a gold tooth. I might be making that part up. I, f- I imagine him with a gold tooth. Like big, his name is Chief Wahoo, which is fun. Um, and the fact that we even call them Indians is like, geez, dude, it's like the ultimate troll. Like we just went there, we were like, you don't even get to be your own thing. We're just gonna call you the thing that you look most like that we understand, which is Indians, and that's annoying. I would imagine Redskins, on the other hand. I like it. Not that I'm the person you should be asking, but I like it. Redskins, man. Fucking olive skin, red skin. I don't see the big deal with I don't see the big <laughs> I don't see the big deal by identifying somebody by the color of their skin. The only way that would be offensive is if you didn't if if you weren't proud of the color of your skin. And I mean that genuinely. I was hesitant to say that at first and now I'm not probably because I'm through one beer. I'm like, I, I, I don't, I, there's certain things I don't get and I'm willing to admit that. Um, the Redskins logo is sick. It's a, it's, it was like a elder chief guy with like a big feather hat and he looked awesome and he looked like he was like running shit. It was reverent. It was honorable. It was an homage 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 that's the one word i will say in the annoyingly french pretentious way homage i refuse to say niche and i also refuse to say naivete naivety i actually just avoid that word altogether because i don't like naivety either because it definitely doesn't sound like a word but naivete is annoying so i just avoid that word if you can get away without ever having to express the adjective naive in the noun form I recommend it because there's no winning in that equation. You're either a dumbass or an asshole. No in between. Homage, that sounds right. You know, there's other ones. Foyer, foyer. You would think I had more examples. I don't. Um, But it's an homage to Native American culture. And from my understanding of it, nobody had a problem with it. Nobody had a problem with it, including Native Americans and maybe a small vocal minority of Native Americans had an issue with that. But also from my understanding, there's a lot of, you know, I grew up in Maryland, Baltimore area. There's not a lot of Native Americans. There are Native Americans. There's not a lot of them, though. Like, I don't really know that many of them. I know a lot of white people that are Native American, but I don't know any Native Americans. I know like three, maybe. Maybe, and even they're on the fence. Um, Maybe a vocal, vocal minority of those people uh, 
disapproved of it. But I don't even think that was representative of the general Native American public, at least according to polls going all the way through the 90s and early 2000s. And it wasn't until it was made into this hot-button issue that this is this is I guess I guess what I'm trying to touch upon here. You can be told to be mad at something. One of the beauties of social media, and I'll I'll take another humongous gulp here cuz you can really get this is this is an art in and of itself, all right? One of the pitfalls, one of the pitfalls and I would say the main pitfall of social media is it allows you to be pissed off about shit that doesn't actually piss you off. Before the internet, you used to have to be personally affected by something in order to give a shit. And now, you can hear that someone else is pissed off about something and pretend to give a shit. And you can hear <coughs> uh, Muslim people think this, white people think this, the black voter wants this, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I, I guess I didn't give a shit that much. If you're a Native American person, it's like, I didn't, I didn't mind the why I like the Washington. If you grew up in DC, it's like I like the Redskins. Fucking go Redskins, baby. But then someone tells you, hey, you know what? That's actually really bad. And you're like, oh, really? Why? And you're like, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. and you're like, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. And all of a sudden you've created hate and division. Out of nothing. Out of nothing. You could probably do the same. Well, here's the thing. You couldn't really do it uh, with the Notre Dame. Notre Dame. I grew up, again, in Baltimore. We have a school called Notre Dame Prep. So, uh, NDP. Apparently, the college is Notre Dame. They're the fighting Irishman, baby. They got a fucking leprechaun looking like he's about to fight somebody. Irish people lean into the whole I'm an alcoholic, whatever thing. They love it. I don't know if you could convince Irish people to push back against mascots like the fighting Irish because they just, they love it too much. And I, I, I honestly think that's beautiful. And I, I wonder, you know, just to put a nice little bow on this horrendous monologue here, I wonder if that could be the case for everyone. I also wonder if it would be a better place if instead of, and this is going to sound not tr- right, not right, um, but there's nobody here to, to call me out on it. Um, 
I wonder if the world will be a better place if we just kind of embraced it, just embraced the names and the stereotypes. I know that sounds crazy. I know you're thinking like, oh, you expect that. Maybe. Maybe. Legitimately, maybe. Legitimately, I wonder if the world would be a happier and better place if everyone was just like, yeah, fuck it. That's that's us. Oh, that's what you call us? <laughs> yeah. We get it. I don't know. I genuinely don't know. And that's what Halloween's all about. As I down this beer number two, falling way behind here, folks. If anything, you can find entertainment value out of this from just seeing if if I'm somehow going to be able to do this because I am not looking good at the moment. The DraftKings FanDuel live betting odds on me actually doing this are low. Very low. Which means it's a huge payout if you know gambling. Maybe I'm working, maybe I'm working up the odds. You never know. But anyway, enough about Halloween. 23 minutes into the power hour. Uh, it's a beautiful holiday. And I dig it. And I dig Native Americans. Native Americans, I dig you. And sometimes I think that you should turn around and be like, hey, you trying to get rid of all our fucking memorabilia and all of our culture that's represented in sports and telling people that they're not allowed to represent us because it's, it's a racist culturally appropriating. Fuck off, man. I like fucking doing the chief chant. I like fucking wearing the fucking headdress. It's fucking dope. It's dope, Native Americans. Get over it. It's dope. I mean, when did that become an insult? Anyway. Moving on. (laughs) Something slight, something easy, low key. Something quick. Adults need to start when you're an adult, look, when you when you go to high school every day, you go to middle school, elementary school, you're in school with the same people every day. You see them all the time. You get it. You know each other. When you're an adult, as everyone knows, who has become an adult, who is an adult, you, your circle of people you see on a routine basis narrows, smallens. It's not a word. Uh, gets smaller. Small ones could be a word, though. It sounds right. Um, it gets smaller. You run into somebody that you knew in high school at a bar 10 years out. Hey, oh my God, I haven't seen you forever. There's no guarantee that I remember you. Maybe if we were like super tight. <coughs> I recognize you. But there, you're also fighting against 10 years of aging as well. You know, it's not like I'm looking at you in the yearbook when I run into you at the bar 10 years later. I'm looking at you after 10 years of life that I did not experience with you. I didn't get the gradual uh, effect of waking up every morning, looking at myself in the mirror and going, you know, whoa, this is what I look like today. No, I just saw you at graduation and now 10 years later, you're running to me at bar 
we're both drunk, and I'm supposed to know your name? I'm supposed to know... No, when you're an adult, this is something that we should practice. This is something... And when I practice, I don't mean like you have to like sit in your room and like do push-ups and practice it, but like a practice, like a common practice. Introduce yourself, dude. Worst case scenario, the person's going to go, dude, I fucking remember you. What are you kidding me? And then you fucking blow it off and it's fine. Nobody cares. When I walk up to somebody that I haven't seen in a couple of years... Yo, what's up, man? It's Jimmy Seleski, blah, blah, blah. And then that gives them an out. Because even if they didn't know it was me, they could pretend that they obviously knew it was me. And then we're groovy. It gives you the whole, it, it just gets rid of a whole potential situation of talking to somebody for like five minutes and trying to avoid dropping names or any common uh, connections that you might have because you're not entirely sure that you know exactly who this person is. That's like one of the worst moments in life. Give me a second. There are a few things that I'd like to avoid more in life than having a conversation with somebody who knows me and I don't know them. If I was to wake up on any given morning and be told, today, you're going to talk to somebody who knows you, and you're not going to quite remember how you know them, or I might just not go out, because that sucks. <clears throat> and it could be avoided so easily if everyone just introduced themselves. Just do it. It's a good adult practice. Just introduce yourself. Uh... I ran in. Uh, I was at Dan's surprise party for Marissa. Dan wasn't surprised. He planned it. And the unfortunate reality is that Dan's stepfather looks exactly like my ex-girlfriend's cousin's husband. And the even more unfortunate reality is that both of them happen to be at Nacho Mama's at the same time. And so I'm already in Dan mode. You know when you like, you like, you, you remember people through context. Like you, if you see, if you're like used to seeing a guy out in Towson or you're like used to seeing a guy out at this place and then you run into him at another place, your mind doesn't quite have, a, a, it doesn't make the leap as fast as you would wish it did. Like your mind is like, no, that guy is associated with this place. Like that's the gym guy. That's the pool guy that's the guy that goes to the bar over there and when you run into him at like uh you know uh tj max you're like what like it takes you a second like oh shit i didn't know you existed outside of <coughs> the place i see you forgot you were a real human being um and it takes you a second and especially when you get in a mode where you're like all right i'm going to dan's party I'm running into Dan's people. And then I see a guy who looks exactly like one of Dan's people, but he's not Dan's person. He's my person, apparently. He's the husband of the cousin of the girl I dated for three and a half years back in the mid-2010s. And he's talking to me, and I'm giving him the Dan topics. I'm like, yeah, man, this surprise party's crazy. 
I was playing for context. I was playing at Nachos already. They decided to throw a um a surprise party for Marissa at Nacho Mama's. I can say this now because the surprise party already happened. I'm not blowing the surprise for Marissa. Um, he also just happened to be at Nacho Mama's, and I was explaining to him why I wasn't back at the party. It's like, ah, oh, man, I'll be back in a second. He's thinking, like, what are you talking about? You mean you'll be back? What party? What are you talking? I didn't realize until 15 minutes after the fact that I had an entire conversation with not him. He was talking to me. I was talking to Dan's stepdad through him. And I wonder if he noticed that. But I also wonder if he would have come up and said, hey, man, it's me, blah, 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 blah. That's the right amount of syllables for a name. I would have gone, oh, shit, I instantly know you. Because it's not that I don't know you, dude. It's that I don't recognize you. And there's a difference. I know you. If somebody came to me right now and said, hey, remember this guy who did that thing and you met him there and you did that together? I'd be like, yeah, I know that guy. But if I saw him in the street, I might not recognize him. Recognition is the thing we're talking about here, folks. That's what I'm getting at. Introduce yourself. Moving on. That was even more hot button than all that Indian talk earlier. (laughs) I'll take another gulp. A gulp per topic. At this point, I'm just chugging a beer per topic. That's fine. Yummy. Jim Carrey. That reminded me of Jim Carrey saying that. Yummy. I don't even know if he ever said that. It just sounds like something he would have said in a movie. Jim Carrey, once, not just once in a generation, once, well, let me put it this way. And it sucks because from several accounts, he might be kind of a douche. But I also think that's a product of just existing in the public eye for too long. Um, it's the classic Batman quote. We all know it. Do I even have to? Okay, I'll say it. I forgot it. What was it? Ah, die a hero. Or live long enough to see yourself become a villain. And I'm not saying Jim Carrey is a villain. He's absolutely not. He's very well beloved. Um... Guys like Eminem, kind of the same phenomenon going on there. It's like, dude, like at a certain point, you're just, you can't be that guy anymore. Like rappers aren't supposed to be 50. I hate to say it, but rappers aren't supposed to be 50. Um, And it's just weird to, I guess, see Jim Carrey now because he's just like, he's like someone's dad. Whereas all the movies you watch, He's like, first of all, he's low-key hot. That's an under-discussed aspect of Jim Carrey. Very good-looking guy. And you know you're talented when you're so fucking good at what you do that you could... Like, Jim Carrey is, like, the level of good-looking that, like, if you saw him in a bar, if you're a girl, I'm going to put myself in a girl's shoes right now. Just subtract two sizes, same thing. 
I'm going to put myself in a girl's shoe. If I saw Jim Carrey circa 97 at a bar, he's probably the hottest guy at that bar. Unless you're at like a hot guy bar, which I don't know if those exist. I'll get into that later. But nobody ever talked about it. Like I'm watching these movies. I'm watching Jim Carrey movies and I'm thinking like, is he not supposed to be hot? I feel like this is an under, under, uh, discussed thing. He's a good looking guy, but because he's so good at being funny and being his physical comedy, that's like the hotness thing is like just a bonus, an undiscussed bonus. It's like, yeah, man, he's good looking, but I mean, he's fucking amazing at doing these faces and voices and bits which is the opposite of people now. We're like, well, at least they're hot. This guy sucks. Um, but I think that that's a remnant of the type of media uh, that he might have grown. You know, people forget that back in the olden days, and I remember, they used to have silent movies. You couldn't talk in movies because they couldn't record audio somehow they figured out how to get video before audio i think that's weird i think that's weird audio seems to be the easier thing to capture at least based off of uh megabytes that it takes to record it you record a video it's like six gigabytes you record the same length of just audio it's like fucking 60 megabytes or something so I don't know how they got that first, but regardless, they apparently did. They had the motion picture before they had the recorded audio. And you used to have to be animated. You had to make faces and overact. And it was all based off like the old school acting where they would be on stage and like, you're not on a TV, you're on a fucking stage. And you got to make big, dramatic facial expressions. Some, you're a chick. You're like the 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 um you know the the love interest and then the fucking douchebag guy who's like the bad guy that's not the good guy that winds up getting you with the getting with you in in the end. He like says something like douchey to you, and then the the thing comes up and they're like, uh, 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 you're so hot, <laughs> and then you have to make like this big dramatic oh, you have to oversell it. And so actors back in those days had to oversell. They had to express the story with their body, which now, we're at a point now with subtitles, we don't even express the story with our words anymore. You got to fucking put on subtitles now. I don't even know what you're fucking saying, bro. I got to read now? I don't even want to read. I don't. I know they say it makes you smarter. I also don't agree with that. It takes a long time to read. If your main consumption of information is reading, you're fucking way behind, dude. Because I could watch a video right now that not only talks to me. Imagine if you were reading this podcast right now. You'd be like 12 minutes ago. You'd be on like my first beer. As Jimmy chugs his second beer, he announces, blah, blah. You'd, we're way ahead of you, dude. Readers need to get off their high horse, honestly. 
I consider watching YouTube documentaries reading. I'm not going to sit with a fucking book. Give me a break. All right. I'm going to do another beer here. One second. Give me a second here. This might have to be a two for folks. I'm sorry you had to witness this. I'm sorry I did this to you. I'm actually sorry, more sorry I did this to you than I did this to myself. The, the difference is you have the option to go away. I don't. I have to do this. I have to. So Jim Carrey is the last of that era. There are no physical actors that will ever be anything like him because it's unnecessary. It's just unnecessary. Luckily, there are still hot actors. And so there's a silver lining. Crosswalks. This is another societal rule. I like to pitch societal rules that I think we would all benefit from. The rules on crosswalks are confusing. I My car broke down the other week. I have become recently a pedestrian. I am sometimes a pedestrian. I am mostly a car driver. I've forgotten what it's like to only be able to walk places. It sucks. I don't know how. You guys do it sometimes. It's very inconvenient. But not so inconvenient that you get to do whatever the fuck you want. I don't understand why if there's a crosswalk at an intersection, you have to hit the button, wait, wait, wait. And then you fucking wait. And the light switches and the last car beams through the fucking yellow light. And you're like, all right. And then you look at the sign and it's like, bling, bling. And then the fucking walking guy comes up and be like, all right, my time to walk. That looks exactly like me walking. And you do it. Yet for some reason, if the crosswalk happens to be not at an intersection, but instead like in the middle of a road, then suddenly the rule changes and now you can just fucking walk out in the road as long as you're in the crosswalk and everyone just has to fucking stop? That can't be the rule. I know we might think it's the rule. There's no way that's the fucking rule, dude. There's no fucking way. I was in Los Angeles with my friend Scott I'm driving down Venice Beach on this, like, two two roads off the beach. And this guy with a fucking skateboard, irrelevant, but kind of relevant. You get it. You, you get what I'm painting here. Like, that kind of guy. He's walking in the cross. He just walks out. I'm in a rental. I'm driving with Scott. I'm talking. We're driving, like, down a, a neighborhood street, really. And he just juts out. And then I have to fucking hit my brake. Ah! Skirt, skirt, skirt. And he like looks at me like, what are you doing? He like holds his skateboard up like that's going to stop my fucking Toyota Tacoma. Give me a break, dude. He holds his skateboard up. Oh, what are you doing? What am I doing? I'm driving in the fucking road, asshole. What are you doing? Did you think to look both ways? Have you ever been four before? 
So I'm supposed to be fucking, I'm Superman now? I'm the guy with the fucking limitless pill. I'm just driving down the fucking road. And then the second you decide it's time to cross, everyone, every single fucking car just has to fucking hit their brakes at maximum velocity, pull out the fucking emergency brake if they need to so you can cross with your fucking stupid ass skateboard. There's no fucking way that's the rule. It doesn't make sense. You should still have to look both ways. You should still have to wait for an opportunity to cross. I don't understand that loophole in pedestrian travel where if you cross at an intersection, you have to wait for your turn. But if you cross in the middle of a street, you just fucking go and probably hope you get hit so you can sue me. I don't know what your motives are. I just know that's fucking bullshit. Let's knock this back, folks. It's grind time now. We got 17 minutes left. I'm not looking good. I am not looking good at all. I got to be honest. I didn't think I was going to be looking this bad. (coughs) At the same time, whatever, baby. It's Halloween. It's fucking Halloween. Maybe I'm dressed up as a guy who is embarrassing himself. It's a great costume. doesn't help that I'm only getting the foam. We'll progress. We'll progress. There's going to be a lot more drinking now. This is, the, this is grind time. You don't believe in me. I have four more beers to go. To be honest, I don't even believe in me right now. I don't know if I'm going to pull this off. But I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Moving on from crosswalks. Thank God. I called up my bank today. And I spoke on the phone with a bank person. And after holding for seven, you know how when you call somebody and you're on hold and then they're like, you give them all like all this information. You're like, yeah, my name's Demetrius Seleski. Yeah, S-O-L-E-E-S-K-Y. Yeah, my last four is social security, whatever. And then they're like, okay, cool. Just stay on hold. I'm going to transfer you. And then another person picks up and they're like, what's your name? How do you spell that? What's your last four? You're like, dude, I just fucking, what is the point of talking to that first person? Why didn't I just go directly to you? Think somebody fucking robbed me in the middle of holding. Now you're talking to a different guy when you picked up. Like, give me a fucking break here. How many times I got to fucking repeat my uh, social security number when I'm walking in fucking public with no fucking car. (coughs) Which I guess is probably a good safeguard because who the fuck wants to steal my identity? I'm walking in a median strip, which is even worse than walking on a sidewalk. When you're walking on a sidewalk, it's like, this guy walks. That's nice. He's healthy. When you're walking on a median strip, there's something wrong in your life. Something went wrong. You shouldn't really be walking on a median strip. I actually try to avoid median strips as much as possible. You know, sometimes you're trying to jaywalk and you can only make it halfway. You cross the road, immediately homeless. And now you're just fucking homeless until you can make it to the other side. And then you're just back to being you again. It's weird like that. And I experienced that several times this week. I've gone in and out of homelessness several times, strictly by standing on a median strip. 
And then I talked to this third person on this bank call. And she goes, oh, well, we're just going to identify you with voice recognition. We can, you know, record your voice and then we can recognize your voice and then we won't have to ask these questions anymore. Do you consent to that, blah, blah, blah? And I got a little bit of my tinfoil hat shit. I was like, uh, y'all don't just do the social security thing because I can rattle off my socials again if you need me to, even though I've already done it twice. I will do it again. A, let me back up here. Or let me fast forward here, actually. She takes, I say no. And she goes, yeah, you don't have to consent to it. It's just, you know, you have the option. I'm like, okay, well, I'll just tell you my socials. She's like, okay, well, no need, blah, blah, blah. And then she just starts giving me all, giving me all the information I was asking. She never even asked for my socials. So, she said she needed to identify me. She said, you can either give me your socials or I can just use your voice recognition. I declined the voice recognition. And then she just proceeded to just give me the, the stuff I asked for. Which left me thinking... Why, why did you ask me? Why did you ask me for the voice recognition? They, they asked for it. They didn't need it to identify me at all. They had already identified me and then they just tried to get my voice recognition. Am I crazy right now? Or is that not a little weird? Maybe it is. Maybe it's not weird. Maybe I'm tripping a little bit. It just struck me as a little off kilter. Off kilter. It was just a little, why Why are you asking me for this if you don't even need it? Like, I would understand if I said no and then you're like, okay, well, just give me your social instead. Then I'd be like, okay, so you still need to identify. You didn't need to identify me. You just wanted my fucking voice on file. Why? I don't want my fucking voice on file. You want my voice on file? Listen to this. You got a fucking gold mine of me at every stage of sobriety, starting from, I don't want to say sober, because I did do it uh, uh, a couple beers prior to this, starting from like peak, peak uh, functionality to slowly wondering where the hell I'm going with this. Shut down these back, folks. I am done trying to pretend that I am not affected by this uh, alcohol consumption. Even though I was trying to pretend I wasn't because I have barely even cracked an egg in the grand scheme of these things. However, we're going to do this. We got 11 minutes and 8 seconds Oh, God. It's for Halloween, man. It's for Halloween. It's for all the marbles. We're going to do this. I don't believe myself when I say this. We're going to do this. While we do it, let's talk about roads. We talked about crosswalks earlier.
We talked about being a pedestrian. Let's talk about being a driver. Um, you guys are too reliant on your GPS. Far too reliant. You should know roads. If you've driven to someplace more than twice in the past three months, you shouldn't even allow yourself to look up the directions. And people might say, ah, you're just being like that. Why? You're like challenging yourself for no reason. You're, 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 you're like imposing this like thing on yourself for no reason. It's like, no, I know people that, that live here that don't even know the name of the main road connected to the neighborhood street. And I said that attempting to be hyperbolic, and now that I'm actually thinking about it, I think that's actually true. I guarantee you there are people I know that if I said, yeah, man, I was out like out on that street over there, like, oh, I was out on seminary, and they're like, what? Yeah, I was out on York Road. York, uh, is that York Road over there? I didn't know it was York Road. They might know the name York Road. They didn't know that was York Road. People that don't know the fucking difference between the Beltway and 83. The Beltway is like a belt. 83 is a, like a, a straight line downtown. Baltimore people, you get it. People just call any highway the Beltway. They're not interchangeable. Eric does that. I will admit. Eric does call 83 the Beltway sometimes. It's funny. But Eric does know roads as well. I'm more referring to others. What happens when your phone dies? What happens when... This is a tough thing for me to mitigate because I have to decide between being completely uninteresting and and unfunny or drinking a lot. Uh, turns out I can just do both at the same time. Eight minutes, folks. This is not looking good. This is not looking good. If you bet the under, you're fucking cheesing right now, aren't you? You are cheesing. For a reason. Which brings me to... Well, before I get off of the roads topic, just to cap off why I even brought that up. It bleeds in other things. It bleeds into other things. If you are a person who... Like, you need to understand the formula in life. A lot of people, when they learn languages, they, they just try to memorize words. And I, as a person who knows one language very fluently, English, as you can see, pretty fluent. Don't do much use with it, but pretty fluent. And uh, I guess if you accumulated the amount I know in Greek and Spanish, I would say I know 1.34 languages. One point, not three or four. I know 1.3 languages. Because I can talk a little in Spanish and stuff. Tu sabes. Um, 
it's not about memorizing the words. It's about learning the formula. Jesus, I got to fucking hurry up, man. Okay. Okay, we're working here. We're working here. I'm trying to decide what's more pathetic is if I keep talking and embarrassing myself or if I just keep drinking. There's no there's no winning in this situation. I did say I was going to do this. I also said I was going to talk for an hour. God knows how that turned out. Literally God knows cuz I don't. Um <laughs> Anyway, let's move on to things of more importance. I think I've made my point. I hope I've made my point that uh, when you become dependent on tools like GPS and things like that, you actually rob yourself of an understanding of the world around you, and you should have an idea of where you are and uh, if you find yourself completely lost just because your phone ran out of battery, you fucked up. You fucked up. You should know which roads run north and south, odds and evens, you know. It's just part of, honestly, it's part of being a man. It's part of being a man. I give chicks a pass on this. Call me misogynist. I don't care. I do give chicks a pass on this. But as a grown-ass fucking man... If you can't find your way home without a fucking GPS, you failed, bro. You failed. You failed. Maybe not in life, but in that moment, certainly, you did fail. And your girlfriend noticed it. Trust me. Anyway, let's see. What am I equipped to talk about right now? I am... Several beers deep, not enough beers deep for the time I've allotted myself. But what am I equipped to talk about? Probably something light. Probably something kosher, if you might say. I think we could touch upon uh, the current the the current beginning of World War Three, which every fucking every fucking it seems like six months. There's a new. This is World War Three, and currently, if you haven't been paying attention. It seems to be the Israel-Palestine conflict. Have you heard of this? Have you seen this, folks? I'm going to chug this back because I, I do have three minutes and I got a lot to go. Actually, you know what I'm going to do for your folks before I get into Israel and Palestine? Because this is what you probably should do before you delve into such a lighthearted topic is try to chug three beers in two minutes and 49 seconds. That's how I'm going to do. Okay. 
If you're listening, you might want to fast forward two minutes and 30 seconds to when I announce whether or not I did it, which I'm still not convinced I will. Because there's too much fucking foam in here, dude. How the fuck am I supposed to do this? It's bullshit. Checking around the horn. Looks like we only have this one and the other one to go. This is nuts. This is a little nuts. Now that I'm zooming out, I'm literally just sitting in your garage. Drinking as many beers as possible. And that's showbiz, baby. These beers are all empty. These beers are empty. Well, that... Uh, all right, give me a fucking break. It has a splash in it. These beers... Empty. I do this and finish this, and I have 56 seconds. We'll see how this turns out. This is not how I envisioned this podcast going, I gotta be honest. I got 35 seconds. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go for the Hail Mary. What I'm going to do is I'm going to pour this in. I'm going to let the foam go down. I got 22 seconds. 22 seconds, folks. 17 now. 16, 15. Let it go down. That's all I can do. Let's do it. That's all foam in there. That's all foam. Folks. I don't know whether to be proud of myself or embarrassed. And the more I'm talking to you, the more I realize the answer is clearly embarrassed. Because in the end, in the end I have achieved nothing. Not to get all dreary on you guys. Although it is Halloween. Once again, my favorite holiday of all. Because Halloween, at the end of the day, is about being someone you want to be. It's about being 
being someone that you think people will notice. And that's why every year I promise we'll do that here. Because that's just the Halloween spirit. Till next year, folks, and not till next year. My name is Jimmy Seleski. We're coming back at you with episodes. Real episodes. I said to Eric today, I said, you know what? It's already been a month. I would rather come back stronger than sooner. It's not about the quantity these days. Everybody has a fucking podcast. I get that. But as always, until next week, take it easy, keep it real, and for this very special Halloween cast that you have before you tonight, Trick or treat, bitch. Trick or treat.